This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. For diamond celebrations, food for all occasions, and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Hi, it's Kate Stevenson and you're listening to the podcast version of Relish. It's a show that airs each Saturday morning on Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. And can you believe it's the weekend again already? Who doesn't love a short week? And not just a short week, but for much of it, a warm one. Perfect timing as we emerge from our cocoons and start re-exploring this brilliant city and state. First up this week, I've got a day trip option for you. One of my favourite dining rooms outside Metro Melbourne is at Seville Estate in the Yarra Valley. And they are doing things a bit differently this summer. I think it sounds like a brilliant idea. Chef Soren Turgeson and Chris Toogood will explain. Also, it wasn't all bad, was it, the last 18 months? While much was lost, we gained plenty too, including a brand new ramen joint planned for Brunswick. I'll speak to founders Ryan Maher and Ben Reardon about how Gommy Boys Ramen was born and how they still need our help to get the bricks and mortar venue off the ground. And of course, there'll be plenty of ideas for getting out and about this week in food. All that coming up thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday on Easy Music 3MP. At Easy Music 3MP, you can relax with all your favourites. Relaxing favorites. Desperado, why don't you come to your senses? Thirteen seventy-seven AM and Stereo DAB. Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish. Well, the floodgates are open, or at least the Ring of Steel is, and with no limits on where we can go, I think many of us are making plans for road trips. One of my absolute favourite eateries outside of Metro Melbourne is the stunning Seville Estate, not only an award-winning winery, but a gorgeous dining destination. So what are their plans for summer, and how did they get through this year? Here to tell me is Executive Chef Soren Turgeson and sous chef Chris Tugel. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Hey, Kate. How's it going? Yeah, well, so Chris, you know, you're in, in the kitchen there. I, I guess before we talk about the summer, you guys had a great offering this lockdown, but how hard is it planning something that people then still have to perfect at home? Uh, we just drew on our experiences like chefs. Um, so I guess like it was some some parts were difficult, like um, especially with proteins, um, getting them to reheat it and still getting that restaurant experience. Yeah. A lot of thought went into that, um, a lot of temperature control, a lot of testing before, like, we put it in the box. But for the most part, like, we just drew on our experiences um, and, like, Soren would take a box home, he would do the the meal complete from start to finish and then make any critiques that we needed to do for, like, week in, week out. Oh, nice. Okay. And I bet you would be a hard marker. And it's really funny because, obviously, you know, when you're in a restaurant, you get to at least hear from from waiters or maybe you see the diners' um, faces. Did, did you get much of a reaction from people? Because I was blown away by what you guys did. Uh, yeah. So um, our boxes were constructed of, like, simple comfort, comfort food yeah. um, with a little bit of luxury thrown in. Um, so 
we did get some really good feedback. Yeah, and I guess when they order again, you know it. Did that give you um, an opportunity, I suppose, not much fun, you know, not being in the restaurant the four or five days a week. Did it give you the time or, or sort of the space to think about what's next? Oh, definitely. Like we definitely um, used the time to find out new suppliers and look for new things to cook and even through even through the boxes, like we did things we wouldn't necessarily have done in the restaurant. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and that allowed us to create new dishes and new things for our recipe folders. All right, great. Well, I don't want to dwell on the past because I know you guys have exciting plans for summer. Will you stick around and tell me about those? Definitely, for sure. Great. Stick around. Soren Turgeson and Chris Toogood from Seville Estate on Easy Music 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Diamond Celebrations, food for all occasions, and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Easy Music 3MP, I'm Kate Stevenson, this is Relish, and I'm chatting to Soren Turgeson and Chris Toogood from Seville Estate. And Soren, you guys have some exciting plans this summer. What are you doing? Uh, we're actually going to transform the dining space into a bit more of an intimate chef's table style uh, degustation restaurant guided by the team that will be based around nostalgic flavors and creativity using exceptional produce from around the country. We're also going to try and integrate a strong relationship with the vineyard, the wine, and the wine byproducts in the menu. Yeah. Uh, we plan to run this for three months, just over the summer months. We've got a starting date of the 13th, Saturday, the 13th of November, and then we don't have a finish date for January yet. But we're, we're just going to see how it goes, really. Yeah, so I love it. So I guess what you're talking about here is is the chefs not only, you know, finding the produce, cooking the, the food, but also then, uh, you know, it sounds like they're going to be out there in the dining room delivering it and, and telling people what they're eating. Uh, absolutely. We'll meet, seat and greet the guests and then find out if they have any dietary requirements. But that should be the end of their knowledge of what they're going to eat. We, we really want them to come in blindly, relatively blindly, so that they, they have no preconceived ideas of, of what they're going to be eating and the chefs really get to take them on a bit of a journey. See, I completely love that and I know it will be polarising, but, you know, when you go to a great place, how often do people say, what's good here? You know, or just feed me, you tell me what I want. That idea that instead of, you know, pouring over a menu and waiting for people, you can chat and relax and have a nice time and just know that some great food is coming is amazing. What what do you reckon without, you know, obviously you can't tell me the menu, but what are you guys looking forward to produce-wise at Seville Estate over summer? What, what's usually available to you? Previously, we've, we've had a strong focus on uh, Yarra Valley produce. We've always, we've always cared about what's in season and been quite a hyper-seasonal restaurant. But now I think we're, we're looking a little bit further abroad and it's more so just what's, what's the best we can get our hands on from the country. So it really allows us to, to, to take the products that we might get out of South Australia with it being, you know, sustainable Hiramasa kingfish or uh, some Wagyu. Wagyu, for instance, it comes out of South Australia and really be able to tell those stories. Whereas previously it's, you know, we've, we've been a little bit more confined to working within Yarra Valley. So for me, I grew up in a, a little coastal town in New South Wales and seafood was such a strong part of my, my upbringing. So for me to be able to, um, you know, draw, draw on some of the best seafood from around the country is I'm, I'm pretty excited to see that on the menu. And speaking of excited, not only, you know, just knowing that they're there eating your food, how excited are you guys at the opportunity of actually being able to, you know, see the diners, 
view your plates, your dishes for the first time and, and see their appreciation? Look, it's, it's definitely going to be strange delivering the plates. I think for a chef, it's a strange place to be in the dining room, but I think it will be incredibly rewarding uh, and, and definitely a nice thing for sure. Amazing, guys. Thank you. I'm so excited to hear that you're doing something different and exciting this summer, and I honestly can't wait to come back and, and check it all out. Thank you. Can't wait to have you. Soren Turgeson and Chris Toogood from Seville Estate. I cannot recommend this place highly enough and it sounds like you'll need to book ahead. So head to sevillestate.com.au. Don't go anywhere more to come. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday on Easy Music 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Diamond Celebrations. Food for all occasions. And Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish. Now, the pandemic didn't only take away. It also presented us with some terrific startups, including one run by my next two guests. Last June, Ryan Maher and Ben Reardon opened Gommy Boys Ramen, an enjoy-at-home outfit offering up that famed Japanese soup. Well, it must have been popular because fast forward 17 months or so and they are preparing to open a bricks and mortar venue in Brunswick. They join me now. Good morning, guys. Morning, Good morning, Kate. Let's start at the beginning. Why ramen? Ryan and I met in maybe 2013, 2014, and we both started working together at the Metropolitan Hotel in North Melbourne. And we both just had a pretty strong love of uh, Japanese food and particularly ramen at that stage. Yeah, we just went to Japan a couple of times together and it just really cemented that that love that we have of ramen. Yep. On one of the trips, we went to a shop in Shinjuku, Tokyo called Ramen Nagi. It's a pretty famous, famous ramen shop and it just blew us both away. Like I don't think either of us had ever eaten anything like that before mm. and it just, it really lit a fire in both of us and we just decided that, that's something that we wanted to make forever. Amazing. And so I assume yeah. I assume lockdown hit and you guys probably needed something to do. So, Ryan, how did it work? How did the, the lockdown version work in terms of logistics? Were you delivering hot soup? Was it kits? So we were doing kits. Um, we actually we started doing them pretty, pretty early on in March as soon as the pandemic hit and we both were out of work pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and so we just started making these kits at home and just delivering them to friends. Um, and it would just be, you know, the freshly made noodles, the soup, the tare and the fat, um, and all the garnishes Mm -hmm. and you just heat them up and cook the noodles yourself. So that way, you know, all of the elements are going to be perfect because like ramen, it doesn't travel. Like if you if you put the noodles in the soup, there's sort of like a timer that starts, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, so we felt that was the only way to do it. And then we just realized like, you know, our friends really love the kits. And so we were like, maybe we can turn this into a thing. So we started renting like a shared kitchen space and started just like delivering the kits ourselves and we just worked for like 40 hours straight <laughs> and, uh, so it you know got really popular and people loved it so we sort of expanded yeah um 
yeah, and here we are now looking at our first bricks and mortar venue. Amazing. All right, we'll chat about Brunswick in a second. But first, tell me, because I'm not a ramen expert by any means, mm-hmm. how much can they yeah. vary? Like, you know, how different are the, the soups to each other? How many can you do? I mean, it's one of the things that I really love about ramen is it's basically infinite. Like, I'm not going to pretend to be a, a real expert either because there are so many... Um, you know, different regional variations and you can get like really specific about the balance of the composition of the noodles, like whether it's the salt and mineral content or the gluten content or how they work, the water content, like it, it just goes on infinitely. Some people put, you know, eggs in there and some people don't at all. Uh, there's so much variation and like how the noodles are cut and it all changes regionally. Like every town basically has their own type of ramen. Um, and so the way we look at it is we, we just take these building blocks, you know, you have the seasoning of the ramen and the fat to balance out the ramen and the way the broth is made and the way the noodles are. And we just see that as sort of this like infinite possibility. So we take, you know, Australian ingredients and, you know, use seasonal produce and we just really run with it. God, the possibilities are endless. Now tell me quickly yeah. about Brunswick. You've found a location for your own place, but you do still need a bit of a hand. What do you need? Um, so basically we've put like everything that we have into this. Um, so <laughs> we, we've got enough money to effectively, you know, do the fit out, you know, a few months rent, like all of that, like get all of our equipment and all of that sort of stuff. Um, but we basically just need a little bit extra to actually operate the business yeah. <laughs> at yeah. the end, um, you know, for paying staff costs and, you know, stock and all of those, you know, nitty gritty things. So we basically, we were just like, well, let's, let's just run with it. Let's just try and do this thing. And we'll just ask people to pre-order or, you know, buy a t-shirt just to help us out, get us over the line. Yep, and I've had a look at the site and that's exactly right. You know, you donate, you do get something back. You guys are aiming to raise $15,000 to get this dream off the ground. So we will yep. encourage people to head to possible.com, that's possible with a Z, and search Gommy Ramen. They will find you guys, Ryan Ma and Ben Reed. And thank you so much for joining me today. I am absolutely certain you will get there. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Kate. Thank you. Head to gommyboysramen as well.com to stay up to date on news on their December opening, which will happen. Stick around this week in Food is Next. We'll cover off on some other great dining ideas. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel, thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday on Easy Music 3MP. For lovers of easy music, it all adds up. DAB Plus is the innovation to your favourite station, Easy Music 3MP, where the music is nearer and clearer in stereo right across Melbourne. There is more 3MP to love by upgrading your radio to DAB Plus. Change the way you listen to 3MP. There is more to love on DAB Plus. Find out more at 3mp.com.au. Easy Music 3MP, this is Relish. It's time to share some food news and dining tips this week in food. And never has the phrase, you ain't seen nothing yet, seemed so apt. Famed Sydney butchers, Victor Churchill, who were dubbed the most beautiful butcher in the world by Anthony Bourdain, are on their way to Melbourne. If you know their other business, Vic's Premium Quality Meats, you'll know that these guys mean business. But this store in High Street Armadale is promising to be 
the flashiest butcher we have ever seen. With windows stocked with some of this country's best meats, a charcuterie counter, dry ageing room pantry and a stunning-looking wine bar. I'm not kidding. There will be a wine bar in there too. It sounds like it's going to be hard to leave with just a couple of scotch fillets. Head to victorchurchill.com to stay updated on their Melbourne opening. Here's an interesting one. North Melbourne is now home to surely what must be Melbourne's only Mauritian wine bar. Opened this week, Chef Nagesh Sethia and team have launched with a $55 set menu that will lean towards Mauritian staples. So, of course, we can expect plenty of seafood. It's a wine bar too, so you can also expect interesting drinks and warm service. Check out the sample menu at manz.com.au. Now, as we launch into the warmer weather, a tip from me on what I reckon is one of Melbourne's best pubs. The Lincoln in Carlton is a cracker with outdoor tables and sufficient shade, big thick walls that seem to keep the cool in and the heat out. So not only is it a brilliant boozer, but they also have one of the better pub food menus in Melbourne. I popped in this week and basically ordered the entire snack and entree menu. The highlights, well, grilled sardines on crouton with lemon, exo spanner crab toast with ginger in caviar, potted freshwater yabby that you then spread on beautiful fresh rice sourdough and beef tartar with horseradish cream, cured smoked egg yolk and Yorkshire pudding to whack it in. I absolutely loved it. And another vote for great outdoor dining goes to Bellotta in South Melbourne. This great Euro bistro boasts a little courtyard and plenty of tables out the front in Bank Street, South Melbourne, with an ever-changing seasonal menu from Chef Nicky Reimer and the entire Prince Wine Store next door to supplement their already impressive wine list it never disappoints. And that's it from me this week. Don't forget to email anytime relish at 3mp.com.au with feedback, tips or your own food news. This has been Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Listen in next Saturday at 8am or look out for the next podcast at 3mp.com.au or just download the 3MP app. Easy music. 3MP.